2: Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny. I am here hosting with some guy in the room. Who are you? I'm Caleb, as per usual. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Unforgettable. Uh, uh, hey, uh, well, hey now, don't don't <laughs> yourself. Uh, and of course, I'm sure you saw in the title of the video as well as the description, we have a very, very special guest returning. Uh, What is up, Mr. Hawkman? How are you?
3: Hello, it is me, Giant Skyhawk, aka Hawkman, aka Large Avian Individual. And I'm
1: very happy to be back.
2: Qualified experience and unique qualifications to talk about what we want to talk about today, which is some really cool alternative formats to people that maybe are. Tired of general, general advanced format. Um, but before we get into all of that, we want to do some quick play news.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, beginning. Uh, first off, the Speed Duel Box uh, GX has been pushed back from February 18th to the 25th. Less than a week. Not that... Not yeah, Exactly a week. Yeah, exactly a week. Not that big of a deal. Um... I'm thinking either due to some kind of shortage somewhere or maybe that there's something else that they were going to release on the 18th and forgot and now push it
2: back. Oh, so in the they just posted an update in the YGO organization. Uh, It come to our attention that distributor fact sheets have already used the new date from the beginning. So this likely means that change of date is simply a correction rather than a delay. It's not actually a delay. It's just a correction. Yeah, yeah. So when there we go. When the date got leaked, it got they leaked the wrong date. So
0: fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's see.
2: So uh, continue. That, I do you want to talk for a second about the Speed Duel GX box? Go ahead. Um, that's a really cool box, and it really has the opportunity for some really cool reprints that are legal in constructed advanced format.
0: Yes, all the Speed Duel cards can be used in, in regular old Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah,
3: uh, but not the other way around. That All is right. true. Uh, and also with the Speed Duel GX box, uh, I know a lot of, just anecdotally, I know a lot of people that kind of found their way back to the game because of the previous box that they did. did. Excellent price point, literally has like eight playable decks and a bunch of cool cards in it. There's, there's so much potential. Even if they don't do like amazing reprints for TCG because they don't like really have to, they could print some older cards that haven't seen prints in a while. Uh, And the fact that they're updating speed duels like this instead of the booster boxes is so amazing. It is such a wonderful step from Konami to see see them do stuff like this. It's like Duel Devastator, except for the whole format. It's so awesome.
2: I single-handedly credit MBT for this. Fair. I mean, he literally did an entire video saying, listen, I like speed duel. And this is why you should too. And here's what Konami should do now: a Speed Duel GX box. Do this, Konami. And Konami a month later was like, "Hey, so we just decided. Not saying, not saying we were influenced, We decided to do a Speed Duel GX box it's off the cuff. It sounds cool, right?"
0: Um, like one thing I would like to see is maybe some alternate, like maybe the alternate arts for all the elements of heroes. But like, like all the altars, but it's common. Ooh. I
2: mean, even if they. That's kind of important. Yeah, but I mean, even if they do it as like an upgraded rarity.
0: Well, well, because the original, because uh, the original altars we got for all the MLD heroes are all secrets.
2: Oh, gotcha.
0: Yeah, so, like lower rarity versions of it. Maybe another yo altart cyber dragon would be yo. cool.
3: Be- Dual ultimate rares? Ooh. Maybe the speed tool, like physical card prints are already really high quality if there were like yeah. imagine if there were alties in this box oh my God. would sell yeah. like hot picks. Oh my oh, God. Yeah.
1: Dude,
2: that's the bet that just popped into my head that's the best idea i may have ever had
0: oh yeah no no <laughs> nowhere would be able to keep it in stock if that oh. if, they, if they did that and
2: because the car i mean this is such a cool opportunity just to give generically good old cards a fresh up-to-date printing like you said. But it's just the rarities that they can do all this. Like, think about this. They reprinted the Koichi as a super rare in the Speed Duel box. Which was really nice. Right. It's great for GOAT format. And those super rares are crazy expensive now, by the way. I don't know if anybody realizes Mm. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because they sold out. The Battle City box sold out
2: everywhere. Right. I don't know. It's just... It's such a cool... uh, A cool time... For not just speed duel, but for, I think for the game as a whole, like this is the best possible way to reprint just generically really old cards that haven't seen a reprint in like fifteen years. That oh, just yeah. it's like, oh well, we haven't had a way or reason to reprint this card. Well, now we have an entire dedicated GX set that everything here is legal for advance also, so we can do whatever we want. You know, ooh, an
3: ultra rare master of Oz. I, like, I would, would just, love that. That, that would just be the, cool. Yeah. The second best Necrofusion target, by the way. It's Master of Oz. Okay. Uh, but, uh, stop, uh, me,
2: hey. stop me if this wouldn't be the... I'm not, sorry not to cut you off, Scar. Stop me if this wouldn't be the coolest thing you've ever seen. Um, Alt-Art Polymerization in Ultimate
3: Rare. Ooh. It would make sense Spicy. for the Hero deck, right? Spicy.
2: I think about how good that artwork would look in Ulti.
3: Also, just like Konami, Metamorphosis. Please. Yeah, <laughs> Please, Yes. is that a <laughs> card or is that a? Uh... Uh, I, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is yeah, like the true. only opportunity to print it. Please just metamorphosis. Yeah.
2: yeah, but do you really want to inject metamorphosis into the single format?
3: Yes, absolutely. The you are hard do you anyway. want
2: meta? Like, think of that
0: near impossible to utilize. Near impossible. Like, you,
2: you use skill cards, right?
3: Well, yeah, but then that's that skill skill cards plus a four-card hand. metamorphosis is part of your hand, so it's kind of balanced by the fact yeah. that you start with way less cards. And I
2: guess you also only got... I,
3: I guess... How big is
2: the extra deck in Speed Duel?
3: I think it's five cards. Five? So okay, more. it might be five. Oh, it's only five. They can reprint meta.
2: I don't care. It's only five cards. It's yeah, exactly. only have a three-card field. What does it matter? Oh yeah, there,
0: there's a lot, there's a lot to be said for meta, metamorphosis in Speed Duel, though. This would be a great.
3: Oh, extra just...
1: deck
3: is sorry to pop in. Extra deck is six. Oh, well, extra, that's,
0: that's fine. fine. Yeah, and that's still perfectly fine. But yeah, like this would be a great place to put metamorphosis. So that way, goat players have a new printing of metamorphosis because there hasn't been one in decades. Uh,
2: pretty close to decades, yeah. I mean that's. Pretty close. Pretty close. Um, okay, you can go ahead and move on to the. Uh... Okay, so we're going
0: to so sticking with uh, product information. Next up, we uh, we now know that uh, magician salvation, pure light, and piercing the darkness from the twenty twenty one mega tens is going to be ultras. In addition, ultra double A Zeus is going to be in the tens. Ooh,
3: cool. I guess. The Zeus reprint is welcome, uh, and I'm glad that I think Zeus was one of the cards that had the highest chance to maybe get excluded from the tins, uh, just because uh, Phantom Rage is like on the more recent end yeah. of sets that uh, could have been included in the tins. So I think it's awesome to see that here. It does worry me that I feel like Zeus being in here might mean something like an access Kotak or misses the tins, and that would be scummery of the highest order. From of the also highest. Also, the other order. three cards. Say that. Nobody cares. They all suck.
0: Well, well, I'm thinking about back.
3: <laughs> Everything about what you just said was awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. I'm thinking that was that if they don't put access code in the tens, they're going to put access code in uh, El Eldorado.
3: Yeah, but that still also is well. Bad, they I think. For, well
2: the problem there is that it's
3: like, over. uh with if we're if we're talking Eldorado, I think I think the better space for that like access code talker should be in the tens. Yeah. And uh, just so that there can be like an ultra printing of it rather than a gold printing of it, uh, evil hero a dusted gold.
0: Oh, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely needs. Like, what that?
2: Never crossed my mind. That's
0: that that, that that absolutely
3: has to be an Eldorado. Just...
2: It just makes too much sense. If they can do gold, they can do a
3: dusted gold. Yeah, I, I think a painting as well probably. But I mean, back to the tins. Uh, the the early leaks that have happened. I don't know if you guys have seen on Reddit. Uh, from a little while back uh, somebody was getting packs in yeah. like yeah dawn yeah, they of majesty con- yeah they were getting comments yeah they were getting comments from boxes. the tunes in dawn of majesty yeah and the set numbers kind of uh, is making some speculation run wild about some stuff that might miss the tunes uh, for example the access code talker it's likely that either access code or animadorned isn't gonna be in the tunes or uh, like basically something in that slot based on set numbers, or uh, there might be something big excluded from uh, Rise of the Duelist, which would suck really bad. But a lot of product is coming like two weeks in a row, so that kind of mitigates the effect right, if something right. is missing from the tins. Uh, as a side note, I think it's really funny that the OCG revealed the tin <laughs> cards before they were revealed in the in the yeah. End of the video. Uh, It'd just be that way with their product yeah, delays, I guess. Like you said, it'd be like that. It is what it is.
2: So, okay. I know we're past it, but I can't... Ju- I ju- I ju- I'm built this way. I can't help but go through um, TCG and look at OGX sets to see what's like crazy expensive and stuff. Some of the Destiny Hero cards would be great for it to be reprinted right here. Oh yeah, definitely. With all the new Destiny Hero support coming and uh, Burst of Destiny um they could reprint some cool destiny hero cards like destiny or dasher I think is one of the ones that's seeing a ton of uh use in the new deck stuff like that oh yeah uh just just thought you know yeah. you could even do uh like an ultra rare baby sarasaurus
3: Ah, uh, foil baby for a Tyranno Hasselberry deck I would buy the product instantly and I do not care very much about playing okay. speed well, let me moves.
2: give you a crazy thought uh, what if baby was ulti?
3: Mmm. Uh see the problem is I would want ultimate rare ultimate conductor Toronto before the ultimate rare baby. Uh just solely rare. for fun. Uh but I it would still be very good. Uh I think I I think it would be I think there will be an Aster Phoenix deck for sure. Like there's gotta be an Aster there's Phoenix. There's gotta deck be. The it, like, they, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and you know, like, like if they were, like if they were to do the decks, if I had to guess, it's going to be Jaden Astro Phoenix. Um, can't think of the dude's name. The dude with Crystal Beast Rescue
2: Cat can also get reprinted here. Just Rescue Cat. Okay.
0: Yeah, Jesse. There's going to be a Jesse deck. Roids. Yeah, there's going to be a Cyrus. I they might skip Cyber Dragon only. Yeah, they,
2: they won't skip Cyber Dragon Cyber
0: only because, because we're already getting a Cyber Dragon structure deck. I don't think it matters,
2: but. Honestly. We still might not even get that Cyber Dragon Sharks, right? I mean, fair.
0: Um, But it is Speed Duel, mm. so they will probably do a Speed Duel <laughs> version of it with, like, Cyber L. Tannin and Cyber Phoenix.
2: We could, we could, we could get Glide Beasts, they would just so automatically be the best deck in the format.
0: Yeah.
3: No, the, the extremely based reprint that we could see in this product would be Elemental Hero arneos, but for uh, other reasons, I don't think that's going to happen. Crystal
2: Beasts?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was talking about Jesse. Oh. Rainbow Dragon and Crystal Beasts. Volcanics.
3: Yeah. That would just be fun. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be fun. Will they do an Axel Brody with eight slots? They might actually.
2: Yeah. Payne, we're looking at you.
3: <laughs> we're nearing 1,000 days. Yeah. <laughs> Almost one Almost 1,000 days. He of tweets K. every day. New volcanic
2: support went. Could you imagine if they actually release like a new volcanic <laughs> card here? Oh my god. It's a skill card. He can't use it in no. the TCG. Does it reset his counter or not?
3: <laughs> Probably not. So technically speaking, uh if we're talking Hain Lore, <laughs> um, the one raw support card is is actually a Blaze Accelerator card. So technically they did release volcanic support. But it's not really volcanic support, and he kept going. So I doubt that a speed dual skill that's lets fair, reset.
0: And, uh, it would have to be something like a new volcanic monster or like a volcanic spell card. Yeah. I think so. Okay.
3: I think so.
2: So uh do we have any more quick play news?
0: Uh one more th- uh lastly, uh today was supposed to be MBT's Chalice Line Monthly Tournament. However, due to an issue. They had they canceled the whole thing for this month.
2: A recurring a set of issues.
0: Set of issues. <laughs> that uh earlier you said, uh, Mr. Hawk, that you have some insider info on that.
3: Yeah, uh, I won't get uh, too much to, to to sit here on this, but I can say like the specific reason that there are problems. So uh the wonderful Luna, aka Alpha Cretin, uh, and a few other people I believe uh, have contributed to the creation of a bot called the MC. and and the reason that challenge was the uh, pairing software that the challenge I monthly uses is because it has API support. So they can use a bot to uh, input stuff into challenge and, and have it work out and report stuff to everybody through Discord. Problem is sometimes uh, challenge being a software that is developed and run by rats, uh it means that sometimes the wires get chewed up so uh not only has it been like a month since the last support request and just responded with literally nothing it's just like our team is away right now so like they just like it seems like they just don't even want to bother trying to fix it um but turns out today uh the whole system just stopped doing things uh last month there was a problem where uh it ended the tournament after two rounds despite there being like 128 plus entrants. Uh, it just it just decided that the tournament was done because there was some issue where people, there wasn't apparently a proper pairing option where people were playing unique players despite it being around three. Uh, so that eventually got fixed day of due to some amazing ingenuity from uh, a separate, not distant Coder related, but Coder and Cretan and, and, and Rebby and everyone else but uh yeah so uh challenge sucks don't use it if you can help it and uh there is a side tournament happening just in case anybody's listening to missed it uh you can message me uh the prizing is being put out by mbt uh that would have been put out for the chalice monthly uh it's being run by burrito man 93 a good friend of mine uh so feel free to like message me on Discord or join the top cut server which is probably linked in the podcast uh it's happening this coming sunday uh and uh yeah it's gonna be it's no cap on entrance uh same pricing as MBT would have offered for the tournament um what? so yeah he is trying to make it right but it's not going to be like a chow sign monthly because it's just too much work to like schedule out of stream time and email challenge to get no response so, so yeah, that will working.
2: be sunday august 29th Okay, cool. Yes. cool. Uh, just so people know, what is the um prizing for the Child Slime Monthly on a general basis? I don't know exactly what it is.
3: Uh it kinda of depends. Uh I don't know off the top of my head exactly what the prizing for this one will be. I'm not sure if it changes a little bit because of the, the changing circumstance. Usually it's like first place, gets like uh a trophy and uh and a box of sealed product uh like a booster box kind of thing so i think for this one it would be dawn of majesty but i'm not sure uh exactly what that is i know top uh eight or top 16 depending on entrance get uh mbt chalice on monthly field centers uh, i have one they're excellent uh really cool custom art and the orcas are doing really well uh and then i believe like second through fourth also get some form of Yu-Gi-Oh product i think it's like a mini box of some kind like uh I know in the past there was like dual overload uh, or ghosts from the past. Uh, so some sort of like mini product for second through fourth. I
2: always wondered how you got that field center dude. That thing is so, so nice looking. And now we know.
3: It's very cool. Uh, enter the Chalice Line Monthlies and uh, get top four with Fluffles. And and then you you too can have a uh, a Chaliceye Monthly field center. <laughs> that is awesome.
2: Uh, he's here. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll come back and we're going to talk all about the alternative formats. All right, well, thank you so much for Caleb for telling us about Anchor. So we do want to take a few minutes to explain what we mean when we say alternative formats. So for those that don't know, as it turns out, there is more than one way to play yu gi um, You can always play advanced format uh, where there is always a million different ways to play. It. There's a million different you know, uh, decks, combinations, and everything else, yada, yada. But to the side of that, there are a ton of alternative formats. Um Very few of them are official, and the ones that are official are not really supported, but they exist. But the real fun is in all of the alternative unofficial formats, which have immense, immense, community support. So, there's a few things we're gonna talk about. First, we're gonna talk about the um, official alternative formats. Then we're gonna talk about the speed. Then we're gonna talk about the um, unofficial alternative formats, starting with retro formats. And we're gonna finish up with um, some very, very select special formats outside of retro um, that are fun formats, and that'll be things like Highlander, or Hisslander, which is, uh, or even Progression Series formats, which are, um, the Highlander stuff is kind of uh, Skyhawk specialty, which is the whole reason we brought him in. But, as it turns out, he's knowledgeable about a lot of things.
3: So... (laughs) Well, thanks, I'm very glad.
2: Um, so, obviously, like we said, there's the official advanced format. That's going to have the most support out of anything. It's what Konami wants you to play. Um, it's what all the advanced cards are legal for. It's what everything works for. Um, the next format, uh, the first official supported by Konami, quote, unquote, giant air quotes, technically they claim they support it format, is traditional, which is just the worst. Just. Terrible. Mm.
0: Basically, you just take your, you just take the ban list and put all those band cards at one.
2: That's it. That's that, that's that's, it. that's traditional. Uh, it sucks. And if you really want to play it, good luck. There are no Konami official tournaments for it anymore. I haven't done one in probably fifteen years. Um, so if you want to do that, you can go play once every few months in Farfa's tournament that he does sometimes, or on AB.
3: Mm, yep. I was just going to mention, Fire Tournament is, I think, pretty much the only place that there's any kind of organized traditional format. And that, worldwide. I think, I mean, is...
2: And I think that's there for the memes. Pretty much, yeah. It's yes. not even there, like... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not even there, different. like, Oh, traditional format's awesome. Nope, it's a joke. Literally a joke. Giant meme. So... Uh, so what we're saying is, it's there. Don't play it. If you want to play in mm-hmm. an officially supported alternative format... I recommend speed duel. I would say this is technically an alternative format.
3: um I no mean, oh, format speed. is... like I would consider dual links to be an alternate format. If, like, and if dual links is an alternate format, speed duel is. You've changed the card pool and you've changed the right, rules. and it's still
2: all
0: sounds like a new format
3: to me. Yu Gi
2: Oh cards, right? So, like, yeah. I mean, like, when you say you change the rules, I mean you change like. Deck size, hand size, thing, Field you know, size. Yeah, things like that. Um how the first turn works, I think, is different. Spoiler, I know very little about Speedles, actually. But um I think the first turn does work. Though there's no main phase two at all. Yeah. Um that that's what I was thinking of. But it is a fun little format from what I understand. Um that I'd be very interested in getting into if it wasn't actually not that cheap to play. So,
0: because you have to use speed duel cards, and
2: the... there's there there are as previously mentioned, they've been bought out a lot because it turns out they're good for advanced and other retro formats like good.
3: Oh yeah, especially the Battle City box. That was an amazing box set. Right. Yeah, and also the tournaments themselves have actually kind of been growing. Uh, ever since the start of the remote dual extravaganzas, like almost since the beginning, there have been yeah. side speed duel events it started out very slow but once people realized that the pricing for them was yeah. kind of cracked uh a lot of people started getting into speed duels like you could get if you won or got second or third or whatever you were getting like ots speed duel tournament packs and you can pull some real expensive oh, yeah. card out of those you can get pull, are cool
2: uh, look, uh, and, and crazy and expensive stuff i think i had an ots tournament pack to speed duel like like speed duel tournament pack 2 King of the Skull Servants, and it's like they're like $150, $180, something
3: like that. Yep. Well, because for some I think for some of them it's like um it's like their only foil print right. Uh it's also just like they're hard to get mm-hmm. it's collectible cards. Like let me like TCG player, like tournament pack one, the blue eyes is like 200 bucks, uh, the dark magician is like 120, red eyes is like sixty, <laughs> like almost all of the foils out are on the dark magician
2: is- Criminal, and what
3: dark magician mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> didn't they do that in one of like what was it? Zara's uh fifth rate duelist, her uh, her thing, it was like custom yeah. ban list, and you could like pay a dollar as a charity thing, and you could
3: mm-hmm. pay a dollar and ban yeah. a card. Uh, some, yep, uh, somebody unbanned Thunder Dragon Colossus, and in response, I banned all the main. I was Thunder wondering. Hilarious. Okay.
2: I did see a Dark Magician was banned. There were certain fluffle cards banned. Um
3: uh, yeah, that was to preempt that me. That was to preempt me.
2: <laughs> You're not wrong. Pot of Greed and Magical Scientist, I think, were both put at like three. Oh my god. Uh Engage was put to three, but I think Ray was banned. Oh. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they made some really blast. like, pl- like could have been playable decks. Um, like, they brought cards from those decks way off the ban list and then just turned around and hyper banned the most important cards from the deck. Really funny way to make certain decks unplayable.
0: Yeah. That'd be like uh, take a Medulge and just banning Chateau or something like that.
2: <laughs> oh, there were Chain cards on that list.
3: You know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, yeah. speed duels. Uh, I I personally haven't played it. It's very cool. The community is actually growing quite a lot, uh, and I think the new product will expand it even further. Uh, the product lineup for speed duels shifting to these like boxes that come out with set Amazing. product in them is a really really sick way to get not only get people into the format but to make the format a doubt. and
2: plus, like you said, it's <sighs>
3: okay. I was about
2: to just say the same thing you just said, but it's true. Um, it's <laughs> no, really. It's such an amazing way, like you said, to get people into the format. Like, I'm really thinking about going to Walmart next time when, like, when those release in February. Like, I'm probably going to Walmart and I'm probably going to buy several of those boxes just so that I can start playing Speed Tools. I think it's just a cool format. I'm, I'm oh yeah. Kind of. I'm kind of into it. Plus, the prize support is kind of cracked.
0: So uh, I was considering doing the same. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Um, so past that, uh, like you said, Duel Links is a thing technically that you could do. Um, Mm -hmm. other than that, though, I don't know of any other. I guess technically, for a while, there was some support for sealed play from Konami, yeah, with the uh battle packs, right? Which they even translated it to top cut Mm -hmm. of a couple of YCS's were played entirely sealed, yeah. yeah, they yeah, yeah. doing yeah. that
0: real quick. Although I that <laughs> some of
2: the I heard that some uh, of the higher yeah, level players one. like loved it cuz it truly like like in a lot of ways really put a lot of emphasis on deck building.
3: Um Oh yeah. I agree. I feel like I, my opinion I guess is that I think it should have been a separate yeah, event. Uh I don't really like yeah. the concept of merging them. I I think it's cool that they did it, but I think like when you Build a constructed deck, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this event and do well based on my constructed deck, and then you make it to the top, and you're like, surprise, all of your preparation yeah. sucks. Uh, I think, I think they probably found that to be a little bit too crappy, but I think it's cool they did it for a bit. There is one other technically officially supported okay, format, by Konami. Uh Are either of you aware of Chinner? No, Ch- I'm not.
0: Never heard of it.
3: Right. A lot about uh, so what generation is. duels is yeah no yeah exactly yeah they ran a couple of side events for this at at some ycs's uh but what generation duels is is it's like five separate custom ban lists for like five different eras of Oh. it only goes up to arc 5 which shows you again how supported it is they mm-hmm. haven't updated it but there's Gi Oh gx 5ds Zexel, and arc 5 ban lists so for example um on the uh on the original dm era band list um some updated here's the forbidden list here's like the updated band cards all other monsters uh that aren't listed on the list are banned all fusion monsters are banned all pendulum monsters are banned all ritual monsters all synchro monsters and all xyz monsters are banned Uh, (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And there's a list of cards. Yeah, and there's a list. uh, For example, a assault core is legal. Um, There's like there's like a literally like a list of updated monsters. It sounds like recursor to actual Um, speeds. Yeah, and so how kind of yeah, and so how this works? Except it's like advanced rules. So you pick an era to enter the tournament with, and so the eras of Yu Gi Oh all play against each other. So like as like a context example. Of like, so for example, uh, the 5Ds era. Uh, if you play the 5Ds era, all fusion, pendulum, ritual, and Xyz monsters are banned. But you can play, uh, you can play Synchro Monsters. Uh, and then there's a bunch of like other custom cards that get to like come off the list that are in, in different quantities and some that are down. So like, for example, um, Charge of the Light Brigade is at 2 because of how good it is with some of the cards that work there, you can play Soul Charge at one. So Soul Charge is legal at one if you play five Ds. And so they give them like different like tools and restrictions. It's a really really cool format and never took off because they supported it with like two Okay, so moves.
2: it sounds super cool, but I feel like there's also probably one. There, I feel like it, that would create a like unless they balanced it just perfectly. I think that they're probably would create an issue with um, like a certain like one era being better than others just like by inherent nature right yes. like I think that Xyz and Pendulum would just be like inherently better depending on the card pool I guess than you know 5D DX
3: and especially yeah. DM uh, now there are some very cool ways to exploit the format Uh MBT actually being one of the people who, who uh, pioneered it um, at a generation duel side event he played DM era Pacifist the Phantasm City because he could play Pacifist with access to a whole bunch of the broken staple cards because the list specifically said all other effect monsters were banned uh, no. so <laughs> he played Pacifist the Phantasm City with a bunch of the broken staple cards so what, uh, what
2: staple that, cards that when you say broken ever. staple cards are like do they like like if you're playing specifically
3: as DM, like do you get a greed? Uh I believe so, yeah. So so basically like limited to one. Uh here's a list of spells. Uh Book of Moon, Book of Tayu, Brain Control, Burial from a Different Dimension, Card Destruction, Card of Safe Return, Change of Heart, Chicken Game, Cold Wave, Confiscation, Delinquent Duo, Foolish Burial, Giant Tornade, Graceful Charity. Harpy's Feather Duster, Heavy Storm, Last Will, Mind Control, Mirage of Nightmare, Monster Gate, Monster Reborn, Painful Choice, Pod of Greed, Premature Burial, Raigeki, Reasoning, Snatch Steel, Temple of the Kings, Forceful Sentry, and Upstart Goblin are all limited to one. So you can play one yeah. of each of those. Uh, and then for traps, you can play a uh, Wall of Revealing Light, Vanities, Trap Dust Shoot, Time Seal, Transmigration Prophecy, uh, Skill Drain, Sixth Sense, of Royal Oppression, uh, the list goes on and on, Crush Card Virus, pre uh, importer, last turn, just all the stupidly broken that's cards. Awesome. You can play them at one, but you can't play any effect monsters aside from the ones that are that's, on the list.
2: That's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool, but it was never supported, and so there's no play for it Yeah. Ever Again, it, it sounds really fun. Just
0: they got to yeah. support it.
3: <laughs> there's no way to play it
2: so who wants to dm mbt and tell them that he needs to start doing tournaments for this format
3: <laughs> this would be like a i feel like this would be like more Farva's job like people show up with total i'm names. with it because technically the other problem with the way that the format is constructed is technically speaking every area oh, like true. oh. His- there would have to be a oh. new uh, a new list for that yeah yeah. Alright,
2: so let's move on to the uh, I guess let's let's start talking about some retro formats. So from here we have uh obviously the the uh, the best format, the greatest format of all time, goat the goat format. <laughs> um which a lot of people have come around to hating. A lot of people really hate this format now. So I mean it was the format that everyone's like, it's the best. It's the most skillful format. And people have, like, optimized the format in a way now that it's just kind of sacky. Um, turns out, just like advanced. And so, when as it turns out, when you take a format that has, like, 41 ofs, and you start, like, optimizing the card pool and the deck lists, and then there's suddenly, like, a tiered, like, these decks are literally just better. They, it's not all the same deck. It's this deck is a coherent strategy, and this deck is a coherent strategy, and this deck is a different one, you know? And it's just, when you have that, and you optimize it in the way that it has been optimized, um, turns out all those powerful DM staples, like uh, Pot of Greed and Graceful and Duo, are pretty broken. So a lot of people just kind of hate the format because it has become sacky so
0: yeah unfortunate
2: still cool though still a good format that has immense amounts of people that play the format on a regular basis tons of tournaments you can go to goformat.com and literally find daily tournaments hourly tournaments to play this format anytime you want you can find money tournaments you can find world championship level tournaments Whatever you want, it exists for this format. In fact, this format might literally have more support than advanced in some ways.
3: Yeah. And to as something just to point out is that even though, like, in some sense, the format itself is solved, there's a lot of meta oh, shifting shit. that happens. Uh, I remember reading some articles about somebody, who, like, the person who basically came up with, like, the Reasoning Gate OTK, yeah. SAC deck. Um, uh what was like it was basically a response to meta game, but that kind of fell into the meta because people shifted. like uh, for an example of how like wonky this is, I've got pulled up the the um, uh, European 3v3 championships that happen it's got like the top four deck lists right. for each teams. uh two of the 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 first place team, two of their lists are playing three copies of Jar of greed.
1: yeah
3: because yeah, like it's awesome template. because you
2: can set like three uh, back row. And your opponent opens and like, oh, sweet, you know, heavy storm. It's like, cool, chain two jar of greed. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Yeah. and and it's been interesting, like, evolution-wise, like, Solemn Judgment, back when, like, the game was played, was a lot worse. But Solemn Judgment sees a lot more play now, it seems, because people have realized that being able to say no to anything is kind of nuts. Right. So, like, because previously, like, I know, like, the mindset a long time ago, like, and I mean a long time ago, like, back when these cards were printed, was like, ah, uh, the life point costs is a lot, and then people, even in GOAT, have realized, ah, uh, you know, life points have a, a bit more here, but they still don't matter when you ha- get yeah, to Yeah, yeah, it's, a it's still a bit. resource. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's a strange case of, yeah, yeah 4,000 life points is, half my life points is well worth just saying you don't get to do anything.
2: I would argue it's actually even better in GOAT format, yeah. because... There's so much of like tap you for 15 pass, tap you for 17 pass, and there's a lot more opportunity to use it at a lower life point cost. I know that sounds dumb, but like realistically, the games in Go format almost always go just a ton more turns. Okay.
0: And, and yet, and yet still, each and yet still, you end up spending less time
2: dueling. Oh, for sure. Because. The play is so optimized right so oh, yeah like...
0: it's oh yeah oh yeah no, like you look at your hand and go okay normal summon this set some back row pass that's my turn yeah the most complex turn i've ever seen was activate reasoning was actually reasoning
2: you were full reasoning gate combo
0: yeah duh, 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 yeah or that and this this i think yeah or like that no no that's good and like that weird rescue cat sort of deck that uh, a friend of ours yeah of course over, of course which could ot- which yeah. could also otk
2: you
3: <laughs> yeah I think part of this conversation kind of gets to the heart of why stuff like GOAT continues to exist and alternate formats exist is because sometimes the TCG doesn't offer the style of play that people want in in the game. So something that took me out previously and then brought me back in later, once it came back, um, there are people, I think there are two major types of formats in in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh there are deck building formats and there are technical play formats. Uh, Deck building formats are formats where because there are a lot of like high roll combo decks or a lot of decks that make uh, very oppressive turn one setups or have very strong uh, go second capability, uh, you have to, you, uh, most of the game itself gets played outside of the game where you're constructing your main deck. You have the right uh, counters in the main through hand traps, circle second cards or engine pieces, uh, and you're constructing your side deck to beat specific threats. And so most of the actual technical gameplay is happening outside of a match. Uh, whereas something like GOAT, for example, while that element still exists, uh, it is focused a lot more on the actions you take in a match. It's a technical play format. So places like this exist, existing is awesome because it gives people a place to go do that when the TCG doesn't offer it. So like, for example, if you hated Adam, Incipator, Synchro, Eldritch format because it was a deck build format and not a technical play format, you can only come back here. Uh right now TCG is in a good place, so maybe some of these alt formats might be slowing down, but I'm sure they will grow again. And once uh once we get back, back to another one of those uh builds. Yeah,
2: formats. absolutely. Um that makes a whole lot of sense. And I didn't
0: think uh, I never thought about it that way.
2: And that's what we never hear, Mr. Hawk.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely.
3: That's that's kinda of how I've thought about it, is is that uh, TCG formats have have that um it's like a tech play to deck building ratio and we've had a lot of deck build formats but right now it's not as much of one which is why I think everybody's saying this is such a good format is because you can the stuff you do I would agree with that, that um
2: great. go format's really interesting though in particular because while you say the technical format and it is it is that without a doubt there's there's a lot of high stuff in goat. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. you can you can just as easily in fact Go Format has, like two to three, like, super competent and viable FTKs like, might just actually be the best deck in the format kind of thing
0: listen, listen, there was a time i only ever done this once in my uh, Gear Freed Warrior deck, where my opening hand was, was Gear Freed the Iron Knight all my copies of smoke grenade of the thief and Delinquent
2: duo I mean it'd be like that sometimes that's go format you rip five from your opponent's hand and say sorry like I don't know it go format is fun it absolutely is and it's a very skillful format when you're playing against a skillful deck. But sometimes you end up playing against uh, library FTK, or empty jar, oh, or, or burn, um, or stall, or any of the things you've seen in history of UGO that are not fun. I am. Uh,
3: not, I'm seeing some of. Those
0: now listen, listen. Yeah. The secret to beating burn, in my experience, is just always open Mystic Swordsman level two. We do be like that sometimes. And then just keep beating them in the face
3: with it. That is. Yeah. I don't know. I think like I think any Yu-Gi-Oh format is gonna have those problems, to be honest. Uh but you write that in GOAT, especially like when you have access to Saki Staples, it's like, oh, you drew delinquent duo, that makes it a lot harder for me. But it's possible to come back because of the technical play aspect. Sure. Uh although I admit it does uh, frighten me a little bit that I didn't scroll down and in the fourth place list there are uh Triple Just Desserts, Triple Ojama Trio, uh, Triple Secret Barrel, uh, and and a couple of main deck, the Gyaku Giray Pandas. (laughs) That's a bit. So is that Beast Down Burn? Uh it looks like it, yeah. It looks like there's desk koalas in here, giant rat, Gyaku Giray Pandas. That is Beast Down Burn. Uh, there are some lists side decking berserk okay, gorilla. Okay, so
2: that is a okay. I'm so glad that came up. I love that card. That card's amazing in that format.
3: Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm a warrior
0: main for the for the format. Berserk gorilla just ends my career. I love the fact that it's there.
2: Okay, so some lists. Uh, this is I so, saw. Okay, so this is why we're talking about. It. This is a this is part of the format. So berserk gorilla is a great card. It gets over some big-time defensive walls in the format. Um, in addition, it just kind of kills a lot of stuff. Uh, he's big, which is cool. Uh, sometimes you just need to normal summon 2,000 attack. Um, same reason that on of the Dark is actually sometimes relevant because you can swing over a defense position, spy, and kill it. Um, but the newest uh, tech choice that I've seen is in actual goat control decks, because there's different decks in the format. There's warrior toolbox. There's chaos warriors. There's chaos control. There's pure chaos. Flip control. Uh, flip control. There's goat control. Whatever. In um, goat control specifically, which is the format that the deck that the format is known for, which is actually falling by the wayside, like a lot, because it just loses to chaos, which loses the warrior, and it's uh, it's a it lo- to- it's a triangle. It's a revolving format. Anyway. People are teching Chaos Command Magician in their Goat Control decks. Because Parshath is cool, but Chaos Command Magician is bigger. And he is still a one-tribute light target. Hilarious.
3: Now, that kind of makes sense. I don't have that much experience in playing Goat, to be frank. But I imagine if Goat... Control is fading out of the format, and Parshath specifically is good against the GOAT tokens, then maybe you would exactly. stop playing Parshath. because you're gonna run exactly. into People are also
2: no longer playing a Shura Priest in a lot of senses. Um people are a lot of people are hmm. siding or cutting altogether tribe-infecting virus. And so hilariously, what happens is um chaos has an amazing matchup against GOAT. So Chaos becomes super prevalent in the format and is the best deck in the format. Uh, this was as of six months ago, eight months ago, maybe a year ago at the most. Um, over time though, the format has shifted because Warrior murders chaos.
0: So yeah. kinda hard to stick a BLS whenever I can just shrug normal summon uh without force. Without
2: force and get rid of it. Yeah, or DD Warrior Lady, whatever you need to do. I mean you have infinite options. Um, plus warriors entire game kills the flip effect monsters that a lot of times chaos control relies on so blade knights mystic swordsman things like that so those i mean you have two rota which is awesome uh plus they play a large back row game lots of one for one removal in the form of things like sakura's armor uh almost always on triple solemn judgment Uh, so warrior has an amazing matchup against chaos so, recently, Warrior has become, like, if not the best deck, then maybe, like, the second best deck. And as a result, hilariously, Goat Control has an awesome Warrior matchup. So, as Warrior gets better, uh, Goat gets actually better, and then it makes Chaos better. And it's a hilarious triangle that'll never stop spinning, uh, that'll never stop rotating, because uh, the format doesn't ever change as far as the card pool and ban list goes. Oh, yeah. So, pretty much, once you got your play at of cards,
0: Cards, you're set. Yeah, that's a cool art format. Is that like you just got to
2: get the cards, and they used to not be very expensive. Yeah,
0: some some of them are now really, really expensive. expensive. Yeah, <laughs> some of them. Uh, there's a bunch of them. They're still like dirt. You can get a pot agreed for like twenty five cents.
2: Can you though?
0: I think. I mean, cause I mean, cause uh, mine are because the one I have is only worth like two bucks. Uh, Graceful Charities are fairly cheap. Yeah,
2: have of those that are super cheap.
0: Yeah, Graceful Charity and Potagre are just pair cars that are dirt cheap. Um, Mystic Tomatoes and Shining Angels, which are very common, have 101 reprints. 101 uses. Yeah, 101 uses, 101 reprints. So dirt cheap.
2: Potagrees are a dollar or more for all of them, but that's still not a lot, I guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah. oh, Yeah. I think it's it's like some of the like random staples that just haven't been printed yeah. in a bajillion years. So, like, with this. Blink with Duo. Yeah, I do
2: uh, yeah. like you said, trap dust shoots are kind of expensive now. Uh Decoici, the Battle Channel locomotive, while it was reprinted as super rare in the in the uh Battle City box, it is I think the supers are like twenty ish and the commons are five or six bucks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, the commons are like five to six at least. Um uh even which I guess you can always run, uh Mystic uh, is it Mystic Box Mystic? Oh, uh, Dark Mimic. Dark Mimic, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, Dark Mimic,
0: Mimic, yeah, the Dark Mimic package, uh...
2: Yeah, it's like a... It's an alright replacement, uh... Although that really goes in the way I get you Anyway, so, past Goat format, um... Moving on to the next retro format that we want to talk about in depth, which is...
0: Before we move on to that, just real quick, I want to say that our sponsor, ETB, on rare occasions, does in fact have Goat tournaments.
2: That is true, that's a great segue. So... ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our sponsor. Um, you can find them at etbgames.com. You can find them on TCG Player. Um, they are they do regular monthly tournaments. This month's tournament was actually a GOAT format tournament. The winner was Warrior Toolbox. Uh, you can find the deck profile at our sister channel of the winner, uh, which is Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link will be in the description below. Uh, so they have the deck profile for the winning uh, the, the winning deck uh it's it's a cool setup they do advance sometimes they do go tournament sometimes uh, i think there's even plans to talk about our next format uh which is 2011 plant synchro but they support a lot of different things and they support things for every different card game at etb they support Yu-Gi-Oh. they support pokemon they obviously magic uh tabletop games they support- oh they also do
0: in fact support digimon too
2: absolutely Uh, And then if you're local, if, you know, you can shop online, which would help them out immensely, which is awesome. Uh, But you also, if you're not just local, but like if you're in like a three hour ish drive, uh, you're passing through whatever you can stop in, charge your phone, hang out, play video games. They have consoles. They have TVs. It's just a great place to relax, hang out and just chill. Talk about whatever nerdy thing you're interested in. Basically, they'll. They'll embrace you with open arms. It's it's a wonderful environment and I would recommend that everybody check them out. Like I said, um their uh their website will be in the description below, etbgames.com. And from here though, I think we're gonna go ahead and move on and talk about some plain synchro format. Oh yeah, boy. So this is a format that has been popularized recently. People like PAC have been playing it a lot, people like Jesse Cotton have been playing it a lot. Uh, they they Say that this is actually a more skillful format, I think, in a lot of ways, and in a lot of ways, it is. Um, it's not nearly as solved as Goat is. Most people just copy either Billy Break or Patrick Hoban's list from the topping events at that time and mm-hmm. play that, which is fine. I mean, if everybody's playing the same list, then the most skillful player wins like eight times out of ten, depending I, on But
0: I know, I, I mean, especially with Plant Sacre, because there wasn't a whole lot of sackiness to be had.
2: Yeah, it's a lot slower format than people might remember. It's, it's slower than GOAT.
0: Like, a very common first turn is a Normal Summon, Thunder King, Ryo. Set some back row. Pass. Yeah, or
2: just like Normal Summon, tour Guide, Special Sangin. Pass with on that. Like, that's it. Yeah. Or you, you might realistically just pass on an empty board, because Gorse is in the format. And Dragodia. Yeah, I mean, like, realistically... You can pass on an empty board, and your opponent might not even attack you out of pure fear of gores. So, it's a very, it's a very interesting um, time in the game's history. There are some decks that are better than others. Generally, plants and grows consider the best deck, although there's an argument to be made for chaos agents and TGS exist. Uh, there's some other decks that exist and are playable.
3: I'm taking a look at, um, just because I don't have that much experience with format, I'm taking a look at a little master post, a Reddit master post here. Uh looks like a YCS that happened during this time was YCS mm-hmm. Providence. Looks like there's a lot of viable well, strategies here. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, like, Tengu Plant has eight tops, but like you said, one of them was actually playing a TG engine. Um, there's six Samurai had topped a lot during this yes, era. there's was- um, like there were five. Yeah, six this AMs was at after this the six Sam structure uh,
2: deck had released. They had gotten their own dedicated synchro. Um, they could spam the counters on the gateway of the six. Uh,
0: oh right, it was the first
2: six Sam structure. I was like,
0: wait, they what? Because the second one gave them an exceed. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> the first six Sam structure deck, I think, gave them great Shogun Sheen, maybe or I don't know. I don't know exactly what they did. Yeah, just...
0: It's like leg- no, no, no. It was just a legendary six samurai
3: Sheen. No. Like you said, there's Agents, Chaos, Machina Gadget, Anti Meta, which I assume is Thunder King Ryo. There's a fish deck that up oh, yeah, ha- oh fish. Um, uh, that's the best. They would I've also
2: heard. run um, the anti is also like fossil dyna cephalo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: Uh, there's Gravekeeper, X Sabres, Scrap, Blackwing, Fabled. There's a herald ritual deck. Lots of things are uh, technically looks like possible. Some, yeah. 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 They're like people have tops. St- it looks like people have top during this format with worms. Uh, so as so even though like there's clearly some better decks, it seems like you could play a lot, which is kind of similar to Goat, but this probably has more interesting gameplay because it's, uh, it's not, not all only games. that,
2: but like I said, the format is like a lot slower. Um, people don't realize just how slow this format is so and the format that's most widely recognized as quote unquote 2011 plant synchro is The I think it's September 2011 ban list maybe and the really the kicker is it's everything released Before photon shockwave because photon shockwave was a bombshell in the game. It released um, Rescue rabbit it released certain wind-up cards that make the wind-up loop available I mean, it really changed the game an enormous amount. But the this format you still have. um, I think it's one debris dragon. You have one of a lot of the generically good cards from the format. And a lot of people consider the deck. I think at the start of the format, uh, they said, oh, well, plants are dead. And plants, I think at the first event of the format. Ended up topping like almost half the format, almost half the field.
0: Lone Fire plus Glowbulb and or
3: and or Spore is ridiculous. Yeah. Spore is a, just an st- unbelievably stupid card. Even like I like I don't have very much experience playing this past format, but um I, for a time, uh, pre Cross ban, I had been experimenting with Plant Link. My God. Even now, without dandelion, like the plant engine itself, that gets fragile. But like the power output capability is yeah, it's obscene. absurd. Um,
2: I, I no lie. Last time I played this format, I played it at uh, a at different locals actually that we go to Steel Fox Game History Four. Shout out. Uh, we played it there, and I played against a guy, and I, I resolved dandelion four times in one turn. That, yeah, yeah, that, that's not a, that's not true. I, I I resolved it four times. It was. Uh, I want to, yeah. I want to say I activated one for one. Sent uh, Dandy. Got the tokens. Um, then I I know at one point I monster reborned it. At one point I special summoned it back off of a debris normal summon, and used it again there. That's three, and maybe i pot of Avarice and got it again and used it again somehow i it was insane i i literally used the card four times in one turn i had never considered it possible but oh yeah it's crazy but the the that deck is insane it really is uh that that whole format is i like the format i, I do but uh I, if it's not exactly a billy brake plant synchro mirror or like you know a plant synchro mirror essentially I kind of don't care. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> so, but the format's not solved. It's a great format if you want to go play a retro format. A lot of the cars are still really cheap. Um, I know that Super Spores are to me that it looks like it could definitely get like bought out or something in the future if the format goes like Supernova. Like go definitely, deal.
3: especially the Hollows.
2: Yeah, I think it's only three printings, and only one of them is Hollow.
3: Um, like that's yeah. the commas are not too bad, but the Hollow which I put. Uh, the hollow, I think, has a bit of insulation because it was a tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair.
2: But even then, like... But it could, so cool. Yeah, but even then, it's, a lot of the cards from the format are so really high, like, you have all, like... like The cool part about this format is even the extra deck stuff that's, like, universally played has, like, multiple printings. So, you look at a card like Bryonic Dragon of the Asperger, like, oh, sure, you could get the DT Ultra, which is, like... I, I got robbed here. I paid, like, over 200. But they're, like, 110, I think. Um, but you could also get the Dual Devastator Ultra, which is pennies. You know, same thing with Trishula. same thing. I
0: mean, you could also just that's get that's the... You could also just get the uh, Ice Barrier Structure Deck that just came out fairly recently.
2: Oh, true, yeah.
0: And get a Common, I mean, <laughs> or a Super, whatever it is.
2: Yeah. It's really... And it still has Xyz in it. Uh, a lot of people... I mean, you always play, like, One Leviathan, uh, You Utopia. know Steel Swarm Roach is coming, Levier is around... But th- there's a lot of versatility and a lot of capability in the format. So oh, yeah. um, like,
0: the only expensive hard to get card in the entire format I can think of or off the top of my head is Army Arm.
2: I think those are like ten bucks max.
0: Yeah. But it but I mean, yeah, but I mean unless you're ordering it offline, it's gonna be you're gonna be really hard pressed to find someone who has one. Right.
2: Um Tengu's are actually kind of hard to come by. It's only got, I think. Two printings, maybe three. One of them is a common. Yeah, one of them is common from from one of the link structure decks. Yeah. But. Yeah, it, they're hard to just run across. You have to order them, which pretty much. But I loathe ordering things. So. Oh, dude! I can't! I cannot! I can't! I can't order things! I just. I, I hate ordering. It's things. my ca- Yugo card and I need it now. Pretty
0: much. Uh for me I don't like ordering things from multiple places, so I'm sitting there waiting on multiple packages. No, I wanna inspect
2: the card. Especially since like I've recently gone on like, I've 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 gone on a bit of a kick recently. I've acquired a couple of Starlight Fair Sheets. I've gotten the dual terminal, I've gotten a bunch of ulti plant synchro. Like my entire extra deck from my plant synchro deck is all ulti or dual terminal and stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, Man, it's your flex on us. The worst part
2: is that it's all audio format. I can't even really flex like that. Oops, if that you, really win you want to see my flex, if you want to see my flex, get in the server. It's already in the flex zone. We have a
1: we have a whole zone for that, guys.
0: We literally have an entire entire section just for you to flex on people with your fancy car with your fancy shiny cardboard.
2: Yep. Shameless plug. So <laughs> that said. Um, the four—it's a good format. It is... It's incredibly skillful. Be ready, though. These games are not fast. It is a
3: slow
2: format. I mean... It, if a game doesn't go, like, 10 turns, it was a fast game.
0: Like, a very common duel would be normal summon this monster, set to back row pass. My opponent's turn, they normal summon a monster, beat over for, like, 200 life points, pass.
2: Right, but that said... Everything has a reason behind it. Every it's okay. it's very, very it's tons of decision trees, tons of options. If my opponent normal summons tour guide special summon sandgun passes, unless I have exactly Thunder King, I'm probably not gonna kill the Sangan.
0: Oh exactly. But you might run over the God.
2: Or Or they have three back row. Dimensional Prison exists and is played in this format. Oh yeah. You know, am I attacking? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have back row removal, but the format does have three MST, whereas Goat format, you only have one.
0: Yeah, and Heavy Storm, I think.
2: Yeah, this format has Heavy Storm also. And this is the first format that BLS came back.
0: Yeah, so people have BLS too. You have to consider it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of things you have to think about.
3: People... The, the new uh, the new age whippersnappers of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, can't remember a time when Dimensional Prison was limited on the 15th. Honestly, though, I
2: mean, this is why... When we talk about, I still hearken back. This is this is the format that me and Caleb came into the game. So when I think about the forbidden and limited list and people want the semi limited list gone altogether, it like gives me an aneurysm because for me, I remember Deep Prison being at two, um, Torrential Tribute was at two, which was wild because it was at one for the longest. Um, you know, you have things like those defensive cards that are at two, and that's just like makes a lot of sense to me. Like I don't necessarily know that consistency cards are the best hit to two, but I think a lot of the defensive staple cards being hit to two kind of is cool because it makes them to where you don't just hard play play triple of everything and just hard draw it. Like I think Droll to two would be kind of fine. Ash to two, that's kinda of fine. I know I know a lot of people are gonna listen and call me an insane person.
3: But Mm-hmm. I'm really? listening uh, and I would call you an insane person you said you would uh, or wouldn't <laughs> I, uh, my, my take is much more draconian I abolish the yeah. semi-limited list I mean okay I get get put Mally to one and just be done with I'd, it at least put it to three I'm fine with that no not with the new hero stuff coming you can't pretty much fair. okay that's fair. that's fair but
2: what I will say though is I think that putting a lot of those defensive cards to two makes deck building a lot more interesting and it makes the choices people make a lot more interesting because it frees up space in decks and it really makes you consider what you do with that space.
3: I think there's like an argument to do stuff like specific power hand traps to two. Like for example, I heavily disagree with the OCG putting gamma to two. There is no discernible you have to run to a to it um, anyway but i yeah well that's what i mean uh it, it, the trade-off already exists yeah to have I the power that gamma offers but with something like with something like ash or, or or like other power yeah. hand traps like a droll maybe because like you have to play different hand traps in your main but i uh, i don't know like i guess if you want to like make the equivalence of like Two mirror force and two deep prison to two ash and two landia. Sure, I I don't think I, I don't think yeah, I like mirror that. Force is also, right. I think that mirror probably force the not long after got. this
2: also went to two, which was a big deal. Yeah, dark hole was at two for the longest.
3: Dark hole was limited to oh, yeah. quite a long time. Rageki was oh banned. yeah. At
2: this time, Regeki was like super banned.
0: Yeah, dark
3: hole was like.
2: At one and people were still like, eh, do we want it at one or do we want to ban it? I don't know. Yeah, and then they
0: brought it up to two and everyone flipped their lid. <laughs> yeah, everybody
3: lost their minds, so now everyone's like Dark Hole, that's yeah. so spicy. Yeah, why don't <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> we play Dark Storm?
2: Why are you playing Dark Hole?
3: Or Lightning Vortex.
2: No 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 no, no, no. no, no yeah, Lightning Storm. <laughs> I always get too mixed up. Um yeah, I, I think everybody's made that mistake. Um so, alternatively, if you don't want to play GOAT or play Synchro, there are a few other retro formats that exist, which is to say, all of them. Turns out, you can play any format that you want at any given time. There's nobody saying you can't. But if you want the ones that are supported by the community, uh, Edison format exists. Um, I think it's fallen off a lot. People wanted to make it the new GOAT format, but I think everybody just kind of said, What's that? You want to play a Synchro format? Let's play 2011 Plant Synchro. So, meh. Uh, it's there. There's an enormous amount of diversity in the format, but uh, is it good? That's that's up for you. That's for you to decide. That's for the people to decide. It's up for debate. A lot of people love the format, but I've never played it. I don't have any experience. I would kind of if I'm gonna look at the stuff here, I'm I would kind of just rather play twenty eleven Plant Synchro. At least there's people that play that.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah, I some I've just got the top eight breakdown of their most recent uh Rise of Edison tournament. I believe that happened uh June the twenty eighth. So it seems like they do like every three months kind of thing. Uh so we've got Light Sworn, um a, a variant of Black Wings called the Vayu, the Emblem yeah. of Honor Turbo. No idea what that is. Uh Diva Hero. So like kind of water hero.
1: Yeah, Black Wings
2: the whole point behind Trump Diva Hero was to um abuse deep sea divas um usage with miracle fusion uh to where you could like have the tuner accessibility of deep Sea diva deep c diva is a tuner yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so you could have yes. the tuner capabilities and di- and versatility of that or you could also have the board white presence of absolute Zero. Oh,
3: yeah. that's cool i didn't so. know that
0: I mean, you could also just mash change. I think any of the Menza. Uh, I don't
2: think mash change was around yet.
0: around. It's
2: two thousand
0: nine. No. Ah. Yeah. Um. Specific whether or not a specific card was released at the time is kind of fuggy to me.
2: Yeah, it was a long time ago, and we did not do that much research. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, there's a lot of diversity in the format. If if you want a diverse format to play in that's as close to GX being good as you'll get, this is it. Because it's not technically GX, but a lot of the GX cards didn't get good until after GX was already over. So,
0: Like Hero. Future Fusion. Cyber Dragon. Well, no, Cyber Dragon in and of itself was
2: amazing. Okay, yeah, but as a supported architect, it wasn't good until much later. Exactly. So. Six Samurai wasn't good until after the format ended. So um the other one that a lot of people like to play is 2014 format, which is uh basically whatever was legal at the nationals in 2014. So a lot of people like uh Hand Artifact Trap Tricks, which is just hat. A lot of people like Geirdia, a lot of people like Mermail. There's a lot of playable decks in this format. Sylvan's is a very popular deck this format. Mm-hmm. Um
3: yeah. uh, notably uh this was the format that I started like playing the game kind of seriously i wasn't really being serious but i like played a lot this was like this i think was peak dueling network yeah. era Is what i yeah, was doing book format as. Doing yeah this is like me 14 15 i had uh this is this st- i'm i am going to uh hijack oh. some space here uh i played at this time and i did pretty reasonably well on some Dueling network tournaments. So I was, I think there was one season I was actually doing pretty well in the ladder. Uh, I was playing uh Jirak control uh during hat format. It was basically Dino Rabbit with one rabbit. And and the thing that I had discovered about the format is that if everybody was playing hat, if you opened a Aguiba and Forbidden Dress, Hat literally could not beat you. Um because if, like if they had a set fire hand, right? If they if they bottomless trap hole your Jurak guiba you just dress and then it can't be destroyed and then when you attack a fire hand in the damage step you activate forbidden dress dropping your Jurak guiba down to uh, 1100 uh and then their fire hand has a thousand defense fire hand can't trigger because it can't destroy the guiba because it's protected by forbidden dress so they don't summon the ice hand you summon out your Jurak velo as your target you overlay into dolka now they can't trigger any oh so you attacks. just win so Yes. So I had, like, accidentally discovered an interesting anti-meta strat, uh, despite you being a terrible at Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, so I had a really fun... That was, like, I think I loved that format a lot, because you could play basically anything. It was a lot of tech play, and sometimes Hat would just sack you, and that was why it was kind of the best deck. But, um... You want, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love... If I you love want, like,
2: a fun, format. interesting, and diverse gameplay, you could play, like you said, Hat. You could play... If you, I mean, if you want something, like, fast and Ruthless, you could play Mermail. If you want something a little bit defensive, but still explosive, you could play Geergia. Or if you just want to go full combo, you can just play Sylvan's. It's fine. That's kind of my understanding Mm -hmm. of the format,
3: right? Uh, Yeah, Sylvan was very, I think, underrated, mostly because it was really, really hard. Yeah, I heard it was, from what Uh, I understand,
2: Sylvan is big brain and Geergia is control.
3: Yeah. And you could play lots of different variants of stuff. Fire Fist was still popping up in and out there. Uh, I believe yes. Dolce uh, yep. was, had existed around this time and it had started to be. Yes, yes, this is
2: my Dolce's first um, ever time of relevance.
3: Yep. Yep. So there's lots of stuff you could do. You could also just play like trap cards, beats. You could, you could do lots of gotcha. interesting stuff.
2: So, so um, that uh, will pretty much wrap us up for retro formats. Um, from here we're going to talk about a few odds and ends Uh this will wrap us up for the episode after we do this but of course we now have to give the floor to the Highlander which is Mr. Hawk let's talk about <laughs> why don't you tell us All at right. first just uh, what is Highlander what makes it unique and what does it mean to you and take as long as you want here because this is I think interesting
3: cool yeah i'll I'll try not to make it too crazy but uh alternate highlander-ish formats are kind of what uh got me to the level of uh understanding and technical play that i have so it does it does mean a lot to me in terms of uh my growth as a player and as a person in the community uh so highlander uh as a concept kind of comes from magic um but the idea behind highlander format is you can only play one of each card Uh, and in a game like Yu-Gi-Oh, that leads to really interesting deck building decisions for a few different reasons. Uh, firstly, uh, you suffer a massive loss of consistency if you're playing archetype cards. Uh, and that's something that a lot of people, uh, I, I personally like the fact that you have a lot of different archetypes that can work with each other, but I know a lot of people have criticism of the game. That is archetypes have ruined UPO because you don't have like that old style resource gameplay that some of these older formats might offer you. So Highlander is kind of an interesting solution to that problem where you can still play all the new tools, but you suffer consistency loss because you can only play one of each card. And consistency is one of the things that makes like archetypes good is because you can access a bunch of cards with the same name that work with each other. Um, The other thing that Highlander does is it lets a lot of cards that normally wouldn't see play, see lots of play. Uh, not only just because of the speed and, and the tempo and, and the pace of formats is much different, uh, but also because you can find cards that kind of do the same thing, but don't really. Uh, so like people might play more unique back row removal combinations, uh, like maybe Galaxy Cyclone might sneak into similar Night Beam, depending on what gets played in the format. Um, stuff like interesting battle tricks might be better in a format like this. So people might play stuff like Punch in the Box as uh, an as upgrade to Magical Arm Shield people might find new archetype synergies that work well together because they have to, by necessity, to play some of the cards. So uh, Highlander is basically like you play one of, just to sum it back up again, you can only play one of each card. Only one Soluting Overraptor, only one Ash Blossom, uh, only one Lancia, only one Ragaki. Uh Ever Basically everything is limited. Uh, aside from if like a format band stuff specifically. Uh, in terms of, like where you can play Highlander formats online, there isn't really, as far as I'm aware, a community that's like Highlander Yu-Gi-Oh, no other stipulations, one of everything, go nuts. Uh, I don't really think that exists. You can do it, because it's kind of fun. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh itself actually has a card that references this style of play. Uh, it's called the Orbital Hydrolander. Uh, I've really never heard this card. No. Okay. Uh, I'll oh, read the effect roll. of this card. It's it, Hydrolander is like a uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool because it's like Yu Gi Oh's love letter to what a Highlander deck is, and it sees a lot of play in Highlander formats. Um, but the idea, it, it, Hydrolander, is obviously a reference to Highlander. Um, it's a big Chumbo three thousand. Uh, can't be normal summoned set. It must be special summoned from your hand by having five or more monsters in your graveyard, but none of their monsters in the graveyard can have the same name. So obviously, it's like the idea is that it works with Highlander decks because you're not going to have cards with the same name. Uh, and then once per turn, as a quick effect, you can send the top three cards of your deck to the graveyard to destroy a card on the field. And you have to have at least two monsters in your graveyard, and no monsters in your graveyard can have the same name to activate Dude, This is hilarious. Roll. So that means you... Yeah. So this, this card is, like, super broken in Highlander formats. I'm he's, because I'm it is he's almost always life. life. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I think it might be banned in Trinity format. Like, I, I know there are some places that ban it, but some places have it just because it's like, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that in the right, now there were some B-A-lists that actually, unironically, um, played this in advanced. Uh, because quite often you could manipulate your graveyard. Oh. Um, and it was just like a, a really big body that you could play. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of their deck building was kind of a bunch of crazy one-ups anyway. Hmm. So it was either like a free extender or it was removal and a big body to help OTK. So it's all it's all play in some Seka's light lists. Um anyway, so where can you play Highlander-ish formats? Um I know of two and a half. Uh two of them are big, and one of them I don't remember if it's a Highlander format, but it's really funny. Um so I guess the first one is uh, Trinity format. Trinity is is kind of the thing that uh, dragged me into competitive play. It's the thing that got me back into Yu-Gi-Oh! I was playing Trinity format before I played Advanced again. Um, I didn't play Advanced again until Misk came back to three off the list. Uh, but but in the time that I was away, I was playing right. Trinity. Um, so how Trinity, how Trinity works is it's a Highlander format, but with a twist. So they changed the minimum deck size. The minimum deck size is now 30 cards uh, instead of 40. So that offers you some consistency change. Um, but they have uh, this thing called the Trinity. And the Trinity is you can add five cards to your deck to play a duplicate of any card. So for example, if I was to play 35 cards, uh, I could play two copies of Solideen Overraptor. If I was to play 40 cards, I could play three copies of Solideen Overraptor. And if I played 45 cards, I could play three Overraptor, and then I could play a second copy of Miscellaneousaurus, all the way up to 60. So it becomes a very interesting thing where you're making deck building decisions, okay, I want to more consistently access this part of my engine, but I am sacrificing the consistency of my entire deck because everything else is all one ofs and you're now increasing your deck size to much higher levels to play duplicates. So you have to make like even more interesting deck building decisions than you would in the Hunter format. And you have more options because some of those archetype decks can now push to 40, 45, 50 cards and see a bit more of their engine. Because even if you're pushing to 50, you're seeing that engine more consistently than any other deck is seeing that engine if they're back down at 30. Right. So you see like decisions that get made are like you could play like a 30 card deck, all staples, all gas, go ham. Or you could see like different decisions. Uh, they all, it, The way that that works also gives them a really cool custom ban list angle. Uh, so uh they have cards that they have at what's called a half point and full point. So you can add five cards to your deck to pick any two cards on the half point list and put them in your deck. It's basically just like a consistency tax to access some cards that are too powerful for decks that play like 30 cards. So you could play, if a 40 card list could play a second copy of Overraptor and then two half point cards. Then there are full point cards, which are strong enough, like which are like not strong enough that they would like ban them outright but there are also cards that you have to play like, uh, you have to play 10 cards to access, I believe. So it's like, they're really strong. Uh, You can build decks around them, but they have to extend. Uh, The other way that Trinity changes how it's played, and it actually plays a lot like 2011 Plant Synchro, just with a bit more modern tools, is there's a summon limit inherent in the rules of the game. So So you can't summon effect monsters more than three times per turn. So it, it by the rules of the game, it limits combo. You can still play combo, but you have to do like you have to do it in a very roundabout way. It's less high roll. and so games by default have a lot more back and forth to them. So it's a Highlander format, but you can make decisions to change how Highlander works with the cost of consistency. It's got a custom list system that allows cards that might be too strong in other Highlander formats to exist at the cost of consistency. And it's got a summon limit, which means that games are inherently going to be more interactive in this high. I room. think, is,
2: really, I think really the summon limit is setup. kind of necessary also. Because it limits somebody just yes. opening a broken hand and your opponent not having time to get into those one-offs.
1: Exactly. The deeper you think uh, about that, the better
3: that. it really is for the format. Yes, and not just that, it allows older decks to interact with newer ones. Like, it lets you play... Is strategy, like, here. rest, like... Yeah, you get to play, like, uh, you can play stuff like X-Saber and play it against a Despia deck. Because you're not... Because the cards themselves uh, are limited by that summon limit. So a lot of the newer decks, uh, stuff that spams is is kind of punished for doing so. I can only make more mid-range plays. Whereas stuff in TCG that might not be as viable, so like S-Force, for example... Uh, is quite good in Trinity uh, because it makes more minimal plays than Summon that much. So a bunch of different strategies can be played right now. Like I can tell you historically what was good when I was playing. Um, Orcus builds were quite good. Uh, dinosaur, but very different dinosaur that you were looking at. Uh, Cyber Dragon, Pacifist. Uh, there was a deck called Giant Ballpark, which was a sixty-card amalgamation of. Giant ballpark insect, pacifist, and dinosaur. Um, That was the best deck for a couple of formats. Um, There were all sorts of weird, a lot of it is like established decks, but built in vastly different ways. People were like, um, just a bunch of very strange staples uh, tended to exist. Uh, Zombie control was really, really sick. You got to like go deep into the like zombie playables, do stuff like Frau Line. and and, uh samurai skull and uh ill blood and and go deep into the pool of those uh right now i think the best deck is like some 60 card like spell book pendulum deck that's like plays a bunch of insane garbage um there's, uh, if you want to, like, if anybody want, want it, watching wants to find out about Trinity Format, they have a Discord, they've got a YouTube channel uh, on ygoprodeck.com. You can see a bunch of old topping lists. There are some articles that uh, I have sections of written, because uh, I have won a lot of Trinity tournaments. Uh, just a, a very interesting gameplay experience if you want something different from the TCG that doesn't, like, limit you to from modern. So place. for those also that are looking for a place
2: to play Highlander specifically, Um. Just now, while you were talking, Mister Hawk, I may or may not have added an entire Highlander text channel, and you (laughs) guys are welcome to discuss it there as well as play it in our dual rooms in our server. So, just saying, it's there.
3: Nice. We we're happy to have you if you want to Highlander here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. The other two, like um highlander ish formats sure. i'll run through quick i'll be faster than trinity just because trinity is more important to like me personally but um uh, another an x mod of the uh, the trinity format uh, Meat moto 27 uh made a a format that's been a side event at some of the chalice i monthlies uh called histlander uh it's more traditional highlander it doesn't have like a deck building rules like the add five cards or whatever so it's like i, I believe the in deck size is still 30 um but it might be 40 i can't remember um, but, uh, how Histlander works is you build two different decks. Um, you build the deck from classic era, which is like 2004 or whatever to 2012. And then you build a modern era, which is like 2013 to 2021. You pick two years in classic and modern in a row. So like 2006 and 2007 or, uh, 2017, 2018, and you build deck. You can only build the deck with cards that were printed in those two years. So it's like, a, it's a historical Highlander. So for example, I played um, 2011 uh, or 2012, 2013 right. Dino Rabbit
1: and 2017,
3: 2018 Dinosaur. Oh. Um, you can, yeah. So so with like modern tools, right? So you do, and, and matches are like, whoever wins the dice roll picks if the first match gets played classic or modern. And then the other person, oh yeah, I, that's how it works. So um, you, you do your rock, paper, scissors, right? The person who wins rock paper scissors gets to choose either to go first or second, or to play classic or modern, and the other person gets to pick the other thing. So, if Ooh. you win the dice roll and you choose to play classic, your opponent gets to go oh, first. Or second. I love if that. You choose first, your opponent. I love classic. that. That's super cool. Yeah. It's, it's very <laughs> cool. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, the people who run it are awesome. Uh, MBT plays sometimes. Absolutely, just freaking fantastic um, group of people to play with. Uh, they run monthly tournaments so there's always people to play you can ping it's it's a really cool community um and then the last one uh, I guess also I guess a side note uh, for other classic formats there's a goat adjacent format 2 oh yes, Reaper yes, you format. For um you should tell so, uh, there's there's tons of content on that don't have to go deep in but cool. yeah, uh, the well, most interesting format that format, format is, though, that format I, is I'm, the I'm,
2: format directly after go format where all the Saki high roll cards got banned uh and there's ben, a lot more interplay and then still your ban list I mean, it, it, there's a lot more interplay but still like the same general concept so mm-hmm.
3: pretty much uh the the last tour uh i don't know if this is highlander uh i haven't checked it out in a hot minute but i know the community is still fairly active it's run by Jaxel ms uh it's called the alphabet format uh this is a really funny old format uh you can only play cards in your deck that start with the same letter of the alphabet oh that's
2: hilarious you can't play an all a deck an all b
3: deck whatever oh got it abc not a playable deck exactly yeah so um it's interesting what decks become unplayable because of the restriction what decks are way better because of the restriction uh, and what decks are like nerfed but still playable uh and what's also I think the most interesting aspect about the format is that while a lot of archetypes end up being playable, a lot of their adjacent support sometimes ends up not being a thing. Um, for example, uh, in a Fluffle deck, you can't play Polymerization. Uh, you could play Fusion Substitute, but you can't play Poly. Um, that's uh, <laughs> the <That's laughs> best yeah. There's, there's, thing when... Yeah. There's a whole other thing. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you can, and and the thing is, um, Fright for Patchwork uh, actually can still search Fusion Substitute because its name is considered to be Polymerization. So it's technically still playable. But the other problem is uh, you can't play any of the edges because they start with E. (laughs) So so a whole bunch of decks have just these insane restrictions put on them. Uh, And the, the other really cool thing is that staple cards entirely revolve around the letter of the deck you choose to play. So, like, if you play Light Swarm, you can play Lightning Storm, no Dark Hole, no Ash Blossom, no Effect Veiler. <laughs> but if you play an E deck, you can play Effect Veiler, but uh, Torrential Tribute, no dice. Uh, Virtual World uh, can't play very many good cards. <laughs> because there aren't very many, like, major staples to start V. So a lot of, like, really high roll decks are balanced out by the fact that they have to play garbage cards to fill out the Hold space on, hold on. Room. I just had a hilarious so thought.
0: Quillfort's off, yeah. off the corner crying.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You? Yep. No towers for you, because it starts with I'll A.
2: Towers starts with A, too.
3: Exactly. Also. <laughs> Sacrifice starts also, with Also,
2: no S. Wendy
0: for Shadal.
3: Oh, re-Shadal, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, like, uh, if you play a main deck Shadal monster, can't play any of the L Shadal yep. monsters. Because oh, so ow, cool. wow. Yeah, you also can't play uh Aerial or genius. Yep. Uh Lightsworn can't play judgment dragon. <laughs> there's all sorts of bizarre things wow. to happen. But Blackwing well, seems Yeah, weird. so like, okay. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah, well there's uh, yeah, there's lots of like good decks, but those good decks are still limited in their access to staples. So um stuff that's good is kind of inherently like balanced around that, which is kind of sick. But yeah, that's that's all the old format knowledge. Yeah, I well,
2: I mean, that's a lot of old really fun old formats to play though. Um as far as like super interesting like community driven formats, those are like that's the
3: greatest hiss, though, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and as like a small note, um I-, I will say if you want a place to practice your technical play, joining one of these weird deck building formats is the way to do it. Um, I would not nearly be the level of player that I am had I not spent a lot of time playing Trinity from it, having to build around oh, a bunch wow, of one-offs not too much? And, uh, and and having to like do <laughs> do resource games, uh, do like it, it's like a unique deck building exercise. It makes you think about the game way differently, uh, and those resource decisions matter a whole lot more there. So when those resource decisions come up in a TCG game, you get a lot bigger swings when you get those right and when you make those reads correctly. Uh, so playing in these formats is one of the best ways to improve, in my opinion. Um, because while you don't get the <clears throat> metagame practice of, of playing the TCG, you get the raw, like, turn-by-turn if I make the wrong decision, I'm falling really far behind. I need to use these cards in a unique way. I have to deck build to beat a deck full of forty one of. How am I going to do that? Uh, it's it's a very unique experience, and it helped it absolutely crafted me into be the the level of player that I am today. Wouldn't wow, be confident mind. <laughs> um, but I mean, it also forces you to kind of, kind of, of then also if you
2: don't away. laugh at it, then it's just mean. <laughs> uh,
3: uh. <laughs> It's not even a confidence thing. I sucked. I was terrible at this game. I was so bad. Uh, I, my first locals ever, I thought I couldn't use the effect of miscellaneous under a bist. like I thought I could use the graveyard effect of Misc under a bist rather, because uh, because it banished for cost. Like those interactions don't come up as often in TCG matches. They come up a ton when they're a bunch of forty one ofs and you have to learn all the intricacies of how like two hundred different cards work. It's not even a confidence thing. Like, I, the reason that I can call myself a reasonable player today is because I was terrible for years playing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And but, I know um, that
2: for sure. I mean, you just you were just a bubble player to YCS, not like a month ago, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, but like an- another
0: thing that all these different formats also is force you to you to look at cards. You would probably just have lying around your bolt not doing anything. And then whenever something comes up, a new card comes out. You're like, "Wait a minute, this has a hilarious interaction with this one card I read because that I never would have even yeah. thought of." Like,
3: it is so much fun. It is so much fun to get to just read all these cards.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, so then, so then you kind of then just add and just start pulling weird interactions out out of your rear end.
3: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for example. Um, uh, I am the reason, mostly, that uh, Lost World and Pankratops were both banned in Trinity format. Uh, turns out Lost World is really broken in interactions with normal monsters. Uh, because the, the most powerful play in Trinity format at one point was uh, Rescue Rabbit, Lost World, two-card combo. Because you would Rescue Rabbit as your one effect monster summon. You would summon out uh, two Vanillas, and you would just go straight to the end phase. In the end phase, Rescue Rabbit attempts to destroy the monsters, but Lost World protects them. So you would destroy both Baby and Petite. You'd summon Overraptor to get a Misk, and then you use the Petite to summon Pankratops. So you've ended on two monsters, that two big Vanillas that can't be destroyed. Um, attack being reduced, by the way, so they're basically 2,500 attack. That you can protect them with uh, your, um, your Lost World. You've got an Overraptor in cycle, you've got your Misk in hand for follow, and you have Pankratops as a disruption. So you've gone, like, plus four. Um, uh, while staying under the sun limit, so Lust World was banned pretty quick because that was too broken. That's the kind of interaction stuff that can come up when you're playing these formats. Yeah, that's something you big just dance. never
2: see in regular danced. So cool, so cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I'm trying to think: Are there any other formats to talk about here? Or are we pretty much just covered? Well, you know, like, everything.
0: The only one I can, the only one I can think of that we didn't talk about
3: is Dragon Roller format, but let's not talk about that. People do technically subject themselves to hell. I don't know why. That's correct. I think it's because if you uh. if you really want to be technical about it...
1: Uh, okay.
2: Dragon Ruler format specifically <laughs> is a very interesting format because the resource management required... In a Dragon Ruler mirror. And there is resource management to be had there. I promise. It's pretty interesting. Because going second. it's You're not exactly going to OTK your opponent. Because they probably ended on like. Drago sack, Multiple tokens. Just a full board. Plus like vanity's emptiness. And going first. is kind of easy. Because it's kind of difficult. Because well. You also can't kill your opponent. So there's definitely some back and forth. There's definitely a bit more a bit more back and forth than people might give it credit for. Um, Sure, the format's kind of wild, but yeah.
3: at the end of the day, any There are three There's two. Uh, uh, no, there are three. No, 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 no. You will not perform evil storm erasure in this house. <laughs> you... <laughs> Evil Swarm had dogs. Okay, so there's two and a half playable
2: decks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just split the difference. Two and a half, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Technically Okay well okay, well if we're gonna technically there's a bunch of playable decks, but when you're in a format where uh Dragon Roller represents probably like sixty percent of the format and spellboard represents mm. as close to forty as you can get.
3: Um, it was like it was like it was like sixty thirty five five, and the five percent was evil swarm.
2: Yeah, just because of an interesting format interaction, right? So like,
3: yeah, can't uh, can't summon the dragon rulers under right. uh, Ophion. Was yeah. the interaction? Um,
2: but the thing about the dragon ruler format is that when you're in what was essentially by most people considered a tier zero format. If I know technically it wasn't. I'm I'm very, very well aware. I played in the format, you know. Um, mm. I say that with air quotes. I played, whatever. Um, I was in the game at the time. I, uh, there is some intricacy in the Dragon Ruler Mirror specifically. When Anytime you're in... Anytime you're playing like a tier zero format, like a lot of people... Some people like to play Teledad. Um Some people like to play Pepe. Nobody likes to play Spiral. But when you when you <laughs> play those tier zero formats, there is a certain amount of intricacy in the resource management required. So it's it's interesting, I think. So I wouldn't play it, but I actually it's interesting, did. I guess. I'm not making a I know I'm not making a channel for that. So Yeah but I think that'll wrap us up for tonight boys Um, thank you so much for coming on again uh, Giant Skyhawk is there anything you want to plug in particular I know technically you're a content creator you have some videos somewhere right
3: (laughs) somewhere other yeah Uh, you can find me on YouTube uh, Skyhawk or Giant Skyhawk Uh, there will be more stuff there soon I promise Uh, some Fluffle tutorials most likely and some how to plays Maybe some updated dino lists. Um, Go, if you were interested in these, um, find me on Discord or Twitter. Uh, I can send you the links to the Trinity of the Histlander Discords. Admins are excellent people. The formats are still active, running, and cool. So if you want some different experiences, check it out. And um, join the Top Cut Podcast Discord. Um, (laughs) It's called the Top Cut Server. Uh, There's remote duels that happen here occasionally. Um, people uh, chatting here are usually pretty nice. We've got lots of experienced players and some newer players, uh, and the people hosting this podcast are awesome. It's always a blast to be on. Uh, come join and hang out.
2: Well, thank you so much for plugging us. Uh, we always appreciate that because the more people that know about this server, the better. <laughs> um, I we So we decided to make this server, and it was kind of a decision that we went back and forth about quite a bit, but after, after the bait we decided to do it, and we're so glad we did. Um, it was probably the best decision we've made since actually starting the podcast itself. Um, the community that is building here is phenomenal. Um, the people that are here, I they're so wonderful. I love everyone to death. Um, you can always catch some remote duel games if you want to practice first tournaments, whatever. Um, People have EDO Pro, Dueling Book, whatever you want to use. People are always willing to oblige. Um, We have a great mod team here that does a lot of work. Um, Sometimes you'll see us. We have a little recording studio here, which is how we do do our remote recordings. Sometimes you can see us literally as we record, um, like hopping in with guests and stuff. It's a really cool place to... Hang out, it's a cool place to talk about everything related. You can just interact with anything nerdy. We also have Pokemon match gathering, Digimon, anime, music, video games, uh, whatever you want to talk about. We have channels for it. Um, we have a whole marketplace that you can come to and buy, sell, trade cards. Um, I mean, it's a place that we tried to make as inclusive as possible for any part of the community that we could. So, um, Thank you to all the people that have joined for making this possible, making that possible. Um, so in closing, we ask that you please join the Discord server. You can find links to the server in the description below as well as you can find it in our, on our Twitter page, which you should also go follow at Top Cut Podcast. Um, make sure to go back, listen to some older episodes. If you're new here, we had some awesome interviews with some people. We've done some awesome Breakdowns, things of that sort, that just kind of there's no expiration date on them. They're always good to listen to. Um, we ask that you, if you're on Apple, if you're on Apple iTunes, be sure to follow or subscribe, whatever they're using now these days. Um, also, leave us a rating and a review. It helps us out tremendously with any kind of an algorithm there. Um, if you're on Spotify, you can follow us. Please be sure to check out Giant Skyhawk in whatever he's doing. You can follow him on Twitter. I think at Giant Skyhawk on Twitter. Is that right?
3: Uh, it's at it's at okay, Skyhawk. Okay, so Studios. at Skyhawk
2: Sings on Twitter. There's always some interesting insight. Um, and any time he announces what he's going to be on. I know you recently you were on uh, Fifth Rate Duelists, uh, which is Zara Khan. You were on her stream recently. She had a 12-hour charity stream. And you did an entire breakdown about how mm-hmm. to f- play Fluffle and things of that sort, I believe.
3: Yeah, that's on her channel. You can see that now. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, I I kind of just I kind of wander around the community. So if you're around the online space, you'll probably
2: for it. sure and um, super approachable too, which we appreciate because if you weren't so approachable, we would not have you as a mod in our server.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, I think I think you guys and a lot of other bases like Shiges, like Zara, like MBT online space has gotten a lot more welcoming to new people and uh, returning players alike. Um, it's been a lot more positive. Uh, there have obviously been some problems, but uh, the, the online space as a whole is really starting to develop into a, a really great place for that. everyone. So um, I just, if I'm around, I just, I just try to help contribute to that. And thank you so
2: much for all that you do to that. I appreciate it. So. Well, thank you everybody for listening. That'll wrap us up for today uh we want to wish everybody a good day yep take care everybody
1: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm, hello fresh Mm.